We're here. We're here. I want I want claps after everything I say. Claps and applause. Or after every joke, the laughter track. Build it, internal podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> it's going to happen, Aaron. We're going to have to do something like that at some point. Uh, we if should we, do. If we either play our cards right or if we play them wrong, we we're going to have to do that. We should create a like a parody radio show sometime for the, for the company mm-hmm. at some point. Or just like a... a fully like planned out internal episode that's actually like local radio instead yeah okay caller seven caller seven harrison how you doing buddy <laughs> uh long time listener first time caller yeah. man okay so yeah what answering the question what was your first car <laughs> we, we need we need better content than that yeah we don't have questions quite like that but when's the last time you ate a brownie do you know the answer to that question? Uh, it's been a very long time. Yeah, you did have a you did have some cake at Jessica's birthday. Yeah, but but everybody, every, someone was looking at me with a box of donuts, box of damn donuts. Come on, on our kitchen counter. Then they're like, "You should have one. Are you gonna have one? Did you have one?" I'm like, "Don't get any ideas. <laughs> I had one slice of cake. We're okay. We're good to go. It's not. It's you put, not. You put in your time. Yeah, I hope everybody savored <laughs> that because it doesn't. It doesn't happen very often." all right you know just celebrating with somebody that matters to you I Jessica want, sailor one slice of cake and then i just feel bad the rest of the day <laughs> like physically I'm bad. glad this is worth it to you because it's going to be terrible <laughs> yeah, for me later yeah, i just it doesn't make me feel good so that's why i don't want it i feel like that's like my quarterly uh like mug of ice cream or something like that oh. I'm like oh, i've had ice cream in so long and then i eat it i'm like oh, i feel so bad dude <laughs> like, this is bad for me cream. yeah i need some ice cream that would be sick it is one of those things where it's like this is this this is going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Never is. I I was reading about the psychology of junk food, and your your body is just wired to if you're getting a lot of sugar and a lot of calories, to just want to keep consuming, keep consuming because it's wired to. Holy shit! I found a lot of food. I better consume as much as I can right now because I don't know when my next meal is coming. Yeah, and it's basically tricking your mind to, to just keep eating, keep eating, keep eating, even though. It's so calorie dense, way more calorie dense than any kind of food was when our brain was wired that doesn't work out very well. It's like when you go to Mexican food and they bring more chips, you're like, I probably have a little couple more chips. <sighs> it's the best, but also the worst. It's like, like I need to say no, but I did not want you to refill my chip basket. <laughs> I did not. That's not what I wanted. Yeah. I set my own limit and now you made it so I can't do that anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. One basket. Oh, thank God. The basket's gone. Now I can wait for my 7,000 calories of Mexican food on the way. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then they All bring right. out the other no basket. More, no more chips. And, I, <laughs> well, and then when they bring out the other basket, the chips are warm. You're like, well, I mean, they're here. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. The, I love, yeah, I love that. It's like, well, no, one, one basket of chips is fine. And then you get a plate this big with like eight ounces of cheese dip on it. <laughs> you're like, okay, yeah. well, I guess it didn't really matter. And enchiladas and oh. <sighs> God bless America. I don't know. I'm thinking about Mexican food. Yeah. Anywho, internal podcast. This is our third podcast of the day. Mm-hmm. Not our last. No. We're using this one to split up two Dirt Talk Monday episodes. Um, fun thing is the next podcast, uh, well, the next two podcasts that get recorded, I will not even be here. 
Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Is, we'll see. Harrison. Harrison forgot to record this one. No, it is recording. It did start, though. I did make sure. Yeah. Um, What's going to be cool, and I've talked to these people. These people are ready to go. Uh, on the internal next internal podcast, uh, Miss Nikki. Oh, I thought you weren't going to say who it was. No, that's cool. I'm I'm, I'm happy to be open oh. with it. But the next Dirt Talk is a special guest. Special guest. Uh, Vice President of Human Resources. Isn't that what she is now? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. VPHR. Very cool. Yeah. And then... um. The we have the vice president of build it excavate and grading. Yeah, on on for dirt talk. Uh, Mr. Eric Jumper will be on. The, <laughs> <laughs> maybe two two weeks on that one. I really want that to be his formal title. <laughs> yeah, like no no no, that's his real title. It's yeah. not just what we call it. It's his actual title here. Yeah, or maybe maybe I'm one of the VPs too of build it excavate. You're and grading. both <laughs> co VPs. So, so I'm CEO and v- vice president of build it excavate and grading. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen versions of that before. Where like even if somebody is like the the owner or something like that, they'll just be like a VP of something. Oh, Randy's a VP. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but what was at, when it was when Blunt before they got acquired was he like president CEO? No, he was VP. He was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I've been running the company for fifteen years. I'm, yeah. I'm still VP. Yeah, he's fine. Pretty slick move. Pretty slick move. Um, that's actually I think that's similar to uh, I think a story Dan MacArthur told or maybe uh, Brian at Berg. Where he said, yeah, when you meet Ford, he says, I'm Ford and I work at Berg. <laughs> and then they're like, well, you know, who's the, who's the president? He's like, no, 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 I mean the guy they're right there. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's pros and cons. I was talking to Dan about this yesterday. We were walking, walking home yesterday. And the funny thing is we're, we're getting roped into a lot of high level conversations. Like, for example, we're, we're interviewing some IT providers right now. Uh, and so Kara and Jason are working through that at the moment. And the owner of the IT company came in to meet with Jason and they really wanted to meet me and Dan, you know, meet the, the owner or whoever runs the company. And Dan had to tell him like, seriously, you, you guys could, but Jason here is by far the most (laughs) capable person and he is going to be the one making the decision and we're going to have nothing to do with this after the fact. So you're far better off with Jason than you are with me or Aaron. And that's a lot of conversations is people want the, the, the guy or whoever it is, a me, a Dan, a Randy, or, you know, if it's like a Jason Richmond with services or whatever, but I keep brushing people off to other people. Cause it's no, you should just talk to Alex because it's a audio related matter. And I am just not the guy. I, well, yeah. It's like, they could be like, well, Aaron's on the podcast too. It's like, no, no, no. I show up. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a different thing. And it, yeah. it, it comes off like, oh, I, I don't have the time to talk to you. Just talk to Alex. But it's like, no, no, no. I promise Alex is way more informed on this subject than I am. So he's going to be far more helpful than, yeah. than I could be. And we're just going to waste each other time if we talk. So here's the right person. And I bet that's pretty tricky. Like as, especially as like kind of like the face of the company where people are like, well, yeah, I want to meet you because like, I'm going to do business with you. But like, yeah, I can't offer you any value. Like I, you need to talk to somebody who can give you the answers you're looking for. Cause yeah. like, it's not me. No, no, there's, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of conversations now. I'm just like, why am I here? Cause I can provide this conversation. Absolutely no value. You're like, I, mean, I, I, can, I don't understand this. And I don't even know why this person's here. Even, <laughs> like, even with investment the other day, they were like, yeah, we're going to need someone to walk us through the product. And I was very quickly to be like, like not me. So that'll have to be someone else. Cause, <laughs> <laughs> cause I have not actually formally seen the product yet. Uh, I've been told it exists and looks great, but haven't actually been allowed to get on it yet. When that gets mentioned, does that make you like, oh, shoot, I really need to, does that make you feel like you need to do something or just like gears you up to when it's a, a real product to get really familiar with it? 
No, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm familiar enough, and I've done enough to guide sure. it from my perspective. I think and guide the people putting it together and build the team and set the vision and inform them based on what I hear in the field and so on and so forth. I can do a much better job of all of that, but that's kind of my role. And then from there, it's I almost I don't want to be super disconnected, but I also I almost do just keep some distance there because it's like I'm just gonna let them do what they do, do their jobs. I don't need to be, I don't need to be checking up on Alan about how's development going. No. It's just not my, that's just not my role. Which I, I always find like an interesting conversation with you because like your role continues to change, like, and it will yeah. be different six months from now too. Yeah. That's why my head's spinning. But yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like with the product, when the product's ready, I'll know. And they'll be like, here you go. Check it out. And I'll check it out. But until then, I, I don't need to get my paws in, involved in it. Well, and especially the more that we grow, like the, the things you're thinking about are going to only be bigger and bigger picture. You're like, you're, you're definitely like in the big picture place right now, but that will only increase. Like it would I'm, be even higher level thinking. I'm there and investment has started to show me more and more. I mean, I, I constantly ask myself, where am I most valuable? What can I do? What can I offer the organization that I am best at that yeah. no one else could do? The big picture, that's easy to me. It is super easy. I can go in, I can sell the big picture, paint the big picture all day long. Yeah. And I'm getting better and better and better and better at it. And I really enjoy it. But then anything beyond that, like, not the guy at all. when it comes to any kind of detail whatsoever terrible terrible i my brain does not think like that i think it is fascinating how many like high level folks we have really actually in in any uh like level of of our organization that are like yeah like whatever like role that makes the most sense for me i'll just do that next like whatever that makes Dan sense and i just had that conversation yeah. yesterday he's like yeah, honestly, if we bring someone in who's far better at my role, great. They can have my role. Dan's <laughs> talked about that a lot, which I, I, I'd i never yeah. like heard before someone talk about it that way. I mean, it's like he he's president right now, but he's like, yeah, well, when whenever it makes sense to hire somebody who's better at that, I'll do something else. I'll find something else that's valuable. I'm I'm in the same spot. It's like if we can find find someone to replace me as the chief executive officer. Great. Who can cool. have the conversations that I can't even have right now. Like, yeah. Fantastic, man. I can just run around and do my thing. OK. Um, and I'm trying to be worthy, but also it's, if it happens, it happens. And I'm more than open to it. I, I want to do what's best for the organization, what's best for our team, what's best for our mission. That's what's best for me as an individual in my career development, which is easy for me to say because my name's on the damn company. Sure. But it's, it's, it's funny. People have all kinds of experiences before they come into BuildWit. And so a lot of how they react within BuildWit, especially early on, is dictated by their previous experiences. And it's it's just funny to compare my experience and how I would think about the exact same situation versus how they think about it. Mm -hmm. And you just wonder, you're like, wow, this is the same situation. I would be coming at it from a totally different perspective. But they have a totally different set of experiences than I do. So mm -hmm. they just have a different response. Do you think that if um, the leadership team came to you as saying, hey, we think that so-and-so would be better suited to like be CEO moving forward. Would that be a pretty like emotional conversation for you? No, because if they could lay it out, like I could see someone being a better CEO as like a chief executive officer. Um, but I would still play the role of vision guy yeah. and guiding our culture and traveling 
So I'd still be doing a lot of what I am good at and what I'm what I'm doing currently. Well, I, but I think also that's interesting because I would say that's probably a, a pretty rare place to be. I mean, you talk a lot about um, you're always receptive to feedback when it, like the details of that get laid out. It's like here's why that makes sense. Here's where we should go next. And I think you you've proven that that like if you get like the information that gets laid out to you, you're like, okay, I'm on board. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or like not on board if you disagree because of these reasons. But I would say that with you, like like you say, your name is on the company. And if, you know, the, the team was just like, hey, we think this person would better serve to do like the role of chief executive officer. Um, I would say that you're in the minority of people who would be like, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it's um, it's easier for us to say right now too. Sure. There's not because emotions no one's involved. Saying that yeah, there's not emotion. There's not ego. Um, so it probably would be more difficult, but I, I'm pretty open to all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. honestly. It, and that's where everybody should be. I think you should be making sure that you are more than worthy of your job. And if there's somebody that can do your job better, great. Okay. Then where can you provide more value? What can you do that no one else can do at the organization? What can you do really well? What comes to you easier than other people? you know what 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 is that where is that lane and fit in there and if you're really aligned with who you are and what you're capable of and what you should be doing then no one really can outperform you mm-hmm. um but you're in, almost incentivized to if people can outperform you in what you're doing then yeah maybe i need to work harder and develop myself more or i am working really hard but people can do what i'm doing a lot easier than i can i need to evaluate what are my other skill sets or what are the other tangents off of my job and maybe go in that direction and go explore that Mm -hmm. because that's, I mean, that's how you develop yourself. And once you get into that, that, Oh, okay. I've narrowed it down. I'm, I'm where I need to be. Then you can just rock and roll, man, because it's just aligned with, with who you are. Mm -hmm. If you, I don't mean to keep harping on this. I, I just, I think this is fascinating where you, where you stand. Would it feel like failure if you, like continue to like try to like, as you say, be worthy of the role as the organization grows and you come to a point where you feel like you're not anymore. Would that feel like failure to you? No, it might. It just might need a skill. The The reason why I would get replaced is we need a different skill set from a chief executive officer than I have to offer. And that's OK. Yeah. I can develop myself all day long, but I won't be an orderly chief executive officer. I won't be a details guy. I won't be a structure guy. I won't be an operator. I'm not an operator. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm, you know, on the visionary side. I'm on the big picture side. So whatever role, whatever title I need to have to to occupy and fit that role, okay, great. So I I just know that that's not that's not my strong suit, which is why I have Dan and Randy. Sure. So that's why my title works because I have Dan and I have Randy and we've all acknowledged like honestly, we don't care about our titles. And Dan and I, are, Dan and I are both like, I don't know. Do you want my Whatever. title? Like, you can, you can <laughs> you have mine. <laughs> I'll take yours. Or and like, Randy, do you want my? I, I, I don't, I don't care. Um, I just, I want to be in the right role so I can serve the organization most effectively. I want Dan in the right role so he can serve the organization. Randy in the right role so he can serve the organization. And then even me, Dan, and Randy, me and Dan were talking about it the other day. You know. Are there other opportunities for potential, you know, growing our board beyond the four members we have today? Those are the conversations that have come up in investment 
we're not in any in any uh, type of decision making mode right now. We're just exploring. Like, so if we did add another board member, what kind of what would we like? And that's basically. So what are we missing? Yeah, what on are we our, missing on our board, for yeah. example? And there's stuff that I think we're missing just because there's other skill sets out there that we could add that could potentially help our business. There's mm-hmm. other points of view. There's other experience levels. There's 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 a lot more out there and which then helps. Okay, good. So if we do decide, if we even consider to add another board member, this is what they need to fit within or else they're not adding the value we need. Yeah. So which helps that then guide that decision if we have to make that decision, which again, this is all theory. Um, none of this is actually being executed at all right now, but it's stuff we need to think about. So yeah, I think me, Dan, Randy, we have a good thing going, but even us three, we have different things we're, we're not looking out for. We've, we only have our experiences. There's a lot of other experiences and perspectives out there that I think we can leverage. So. Well, thanks for talking about that. I appreciate it. I mean, it's like me and Dan, we led the services group for a while. We got it to where it was, but Jason came in. And a lot started to click really quickly because yeah. <laughs> he has the skill set that we don't have. And I, I certainly don't have. And he came in and was able to just, it just clicked because he had that missing skill set. Was there a point for you and Dan? You're like, yeah, we can't do this long term with, with services. It was more so we shouldn't do this long term because we need to be elsewhere. Sure. You know? So if we want to go scale this business and actually make the dirt world a better place, we could do it. You know, we could, like I've told investment, we could make services into a pretty good thing. You know, make our 10 million bucks a year, make my two, three million bucks. I could be making a few million dollars in theory. Could. I'd have a really good life, man. Like in my 20s, making a few million. That'd be awesome. (laughs) Uh, But that's not going to make the dirt world a better place. That's not. So we have to go beyond that. Services is a huge part of going beyond that and plays a huge role. Just talked to Jason about this morning. But if we need to go beyond that, you know, Dan and I need to go beyond that. We need to trust somebody to operate services and grow services. And then we can go over here and look at the bigger picture. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for being pretty transparent about that. I know that's not, I mean, transparency wins. We talked about that. And I'm missing, you know, I'm talking services kind of bigger picture. Lori was obviously a huge part of media. Sure. But now Lori, again, you know, we needed her focused on media, not all of services. So, Gloria, let's get you focused because that is where you are by far the most valuable to our organization. Like you are, yeah, we need you there. Yes, yeah. you are. You are a weapon in this area. Go run here, and then let's let someone who's an operator and who can think big picture about services as a whole. Let's let them do what they do, and then you know beyond that, you know, let's let everybody within services do what they do best. Everybody within media do what they do best, and everybody within our business do what they do best. It's not just leadership; it's mm-hmm. everybody. Well, I think that I've told this story a handful of times to like folks who are either coming in for a tour or at the open house or whatever, where when we started the company, when we were small, we had to hire people who did a couple things in an average way, but they can do all these different things. So that's pretty valuable. Mm -hmm. But like eventually that that's not how you hire and build the team. And so like, that's why so many people have, you know, transitioned roles into other things. It's like, Thanks for serving in these five ways with only one of those is really your like thing that makes you special. Yeah. Now you can focus on the thing that makes you special and we'll hire people who are special at those other four things that you're, we're just fine at. You can make happen. That's it. That's the reality of growth. Yeah. And some people like that. Some people don't. Some people like to be a generalist and that's great. 
know, you can be a generalist at a smaller company. It goes beyond a certain size and you're going to have to start to define your role a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's going to be fascinating to take where we are now to, you know, a a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, where it feels like so many people are really specific, but like we're going to continue to like dial in and drill into those things Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, wow, I thought I was hyper specific now, but turns out I was still pretty generalized. Which is exciting for me because that gives us so many more capabilities as a business. Like, Like right next door, we have a guy organizing all of our footage. That's awesome. If I would have told told me, you know, three years ago that you're gonna eventually at this company have someone just organizing video footage, that would be that'd be insane. Like why the hell would we ever hire someone to organize video? Like we'd be like, well how do we ever have so much footage yeah. that needs to be organized? <laughs> Come on, you just throw in some folders, man. Yeah, like how oh, hard yeah. is that? But no, we have someone on the uh, media, team. media team, Ken, there to organize video footage. And thank God he's here because Yikes. Well, I mean, hearing Daniel and, and Jamie talking about like when they like had to go ahead, like we need to hire this person, like go ahead. I think they're both so relieved. Like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Like, and to me, that's a fun part of hiring, I think, yeah. is like it, this is clearly a need and now we've filled it. How awesome is that? Like, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. I love that. Um, you emailed me one thing and I was, I had it in my head and I want to make sure I word it right. You, you, you emailed me earlier this week, or I guess the weekend. Um, you said, I want to talk about how we stand by our values no matter what. I was talking to Gabe, who came to the, do the podcast today, and we were standing by the values. Um, and, you know, I think that's kind of become part of the tour. Is like, you know, here's, you know, we've got these nine core values. That's our operating system. That's the lens through which we make decisions. W- what about now makes you think, or like want to talk about we have to stand by these more than usual. I just I just think there was a little bit of confusion that came up with a situation recently. I don't care how valuable you are. I don't care what your role is. I don't care if you're in a leadership position or not. I don't care if you won the values award yesterday. I don't care about any of that if you go against those values today. It's easy. It is easy. If you deliberately do what's wrong today, I don't care. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how valuable you are. There's just no exception. And now there's some gray area. It's, you know, if you, hey, I, 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 I screwed up here, but, you know, it, it, maybe we can navigate it. But if it's a situation that it's just, we, we've tried to navigate this before and this is the second time it's happened, that's it. Like there's no arguing. There's none. And so there will be accountability. And I'm expecting this whole group to hold people accountable. Hold yourselves accountable, first and foremost, and hold those around you accountable because it is essential. That's why I spend so much time trying to understand the values and how they play out so I can live them effectively so that I can prove to the organization that, yeah, these are real. I am being the example. So there was just a little bit of confusion there and I just wanted to make it very, very, very clear. And that's why probably one of the most important things you can do is think about the values in this company. And that call the other day and, you know, reading through kind of these new descriptions, I don't know if they're out yet or not, but that is some of the most important work you can do here. Having a greater understanding of those values and identifying those values playing out within our business and holding yourself accountable. If you slip up a little bit and it's like, you know, be the example, you know, you're not going to get fired for leaving a piece of trash on the floor, but you should identify that as, wow, that was a slip up. That's a problem. Or if I see you leave a water bottle, hey, Alex, are you going to get that water bottle? Because the details matter around here. We need to be the example. There you go. 
But I, I just so it's very, very, very clear. If you deliberately go against our values, you're you're done. I don't. I have no regard for how valuable you are to the organization at that point because the the values, our mission, our team, that's greater than any one individual here, including me. Yeah. So there's not a whole lot to elaborate on there, but I just I just want you know I've made that clear in the past. Just want to make it very very clear. There's no conversation there to be had. No conversation to be had. If you know that, yeah, I deliberately did not live within these values. And yeah, it's that's why the values are there too. It makes those decisions a lot easier. Hey, they didn't live according to the values. We've had this discussion. They knew what was right and what was wrong. They didn't do what was right. That's all we need to that's right. all we need to talk about. Right now. All right, well, thanks for elaborating on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got two questions. First one's from Chell. He's delivered a question or two for the internal podcast. Mm. My guy. Man. You always count on Mr. Chell Gerber. He says, what's the most fun thing about building BuildWit right now? Uh, most fun by far, growing our team. Human capital, man. Super fulfilling. Super fulfilling. I just get every time that that little full-time number goes up on Slack, I'm just tickled. <laughs> I'm like, that is so cool. Wow, we have more people here doing great work. This is awesome. Or every time I get to meet someone new or see someone in a new role or someone just doing things. I mean, not even new people, just existing people doing great stuff. It's super, 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 super fulfilling. Mm -hmm. Seeing a leadership team come together, you know, sitting around and having dinner with the leadership team last night. It's just like, wow, this is a great group of people. This is super fulfilling. Um, so by, by a long shot, I go to all these cool places, do all this travel, talk to great people, but by a long shot, the most satisfying, gratifying thing is building the team growing the team, being around the human beings we have here. Cause like I said, that's it. That's how we're going to make the dirt world a better place. Mm -hmm. We're not going to make the dirt world a better place through services, software, media. I mean, those are, those are tools, but we're going to make the dirt world a better place through the team of human beings. We have, I was thinking this morning about how even three months ago, four months ago, there were many days where it was just you and I in this office. Mm -hmm. for like chunks of the Which day at a time drove me very strange nuts. but it's just because like there were very few nashville people or you know just like there wasn't a lot of value necessarily at the time for everyone to be in the office every day and now we just have we've grown the team so much that there's like always people here and it's almost like kind of a different cast of characters every day mm -hmm. that's awesome i love that like that's kind of seeing everybody kind of doing just like their thing you know it's like i don't even know what you do here like that's you do something with video? Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Love that. Well, yeah. And you just show up to the office now. You don't even know who's going to be here. No. Some people are from out of town. Like the other day, you know, Jason's sitting there at the at the table. What's up, man? How you doing? And, and you're like, I wasn't expecting to see him here, but there he is. He's here. This is awesome. And the whole leadership team and then people from Nashville are yeah. in and out left and right. And you know, everybody's just coming and going these days, which I think is awesome and we need more of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is actually something special about seeing people I've only ever seen like on their computer. You mm -hmm. like show up in the office for the t first time. Because um, to me, like that's like a whole new thing. It's like I want to say like welcome again. It's like well, you work here. I don't, I don't need to welcome you like a guest, but yet like this yeah. is still kind of new for you and, and new for for me to like be in person with you because like those dynamics are different. We get it, Alex. You've been around here a while. I've been around here a while. You're, you're one of the veterans. I can't help it. You know, as one of the original Buildwood Buildwood vets, I would just like to welcome you to Buildwood. I just hey, you know, you welcome. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I do, but it's fine. Um, 
this is a business. You know, this is a business. You know that. It's a business. Okay. We're always trying to make it a so business. So this is a business. Yeah. We do a lot of business things. We do the business. I enjoy hearing that, like, there are parts of this that are just, like, an en- enjoyment that, like, aren't, like, a work task you have to do today. Like, you enjoy going to job sites. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it, that's it's still, a- like, a thing you go do versus, like, yeah. the fact that this team is growing is exciting to you. Yeah. Like, that yeah. brings I, you joy. Um, like, that's cool. I've been trying to write a little bit more and just get thoughts out. Sure. Free up my brain space. And and one of the things I was thinking about last night was I get a majority of the social interaction I need from within our business. Like, you know how you need kind of a, an amount of social interaction to be set as a human being? Everybody's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I don't need a ton, but I get most of the interaction I need from the people within our business because I just, I enjoy being with the people of our business. And I enjoy hearing what do you what do you got going on today? And I enjoy seeing other people interact. I like I even you know I like and it's probably like you and your kids like you see your kid do something you're just sitting there in the corner like oh, I'm just so awesome. proud. That's like that's how I feel a lot of times seeing even two people that didn't even know each other two months ago solving a problem together. I'm like wow that's that's pretty cool man. Mm-hmm. Um, so people when I I haven't really understood I haven't really figured out how to phrase things correctly because it's like. I get the question all the time. So what do you, what do you do beyond work? And it's like, dude, I just work. Like I don't, I don't do a whole lot beyond work, but I don't feel like I need to. And I don't have a desire to, because it's like, I get what I need from a social standpoint from within the business. Or it's like, I was in Phoenix and me, Lori, Jessica, Caitlin, and Alex went out for drinks one night. And it's just fun. It's just like, I'm hanging out with people I enjoy hanging out with. Just how was? And yeah, I work with these people, but why can't I? also hang out with them. It's just, it's all kind of the same to me. Mm -hmm. I think what is interesting from like the like social standpoint that you bring up is you are younger than most of the people who work here. Yeah. And yet your like responsibilities at the company uh, don't outweigh that age, but are certainly not typical for somebody who is 27 years old. 27? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting up there. Getting up there, man. Wow. Good for you. Is there anything like tricky socially there for you? Like, um, I got to have a certain distance. We've talked a little bit about like how you do, will like do build relationships with, with folks here at BuildWit, but is there anything that it's like, well, because I'm the CEO, I have to behave in this way socially with the people I work with? Um. No, I just need to make sure I'm living the values, but I, I live those anyway, so yeah. it doesn't really make a difference there. I try not to be a total total jackass. So it's like, you know, maybe everybody's drinking and I'm not. I, I try, I just try to be a little bit mindful of, you know, I don't, because I, I, and I hate this, but it's like, I know my words carry weight sometimes and I know I'll say things or do things that are a lot more meaningful to people around me than, than I, you meant them. I am total like... I'll say something with zero intention and someone will be thinking about it for a whole day. And I'm just like, Oh God, I've like, never done that. So I can't I, relate to it. Like, I so wish they understood my <laughs> intent because that was, you know, not it at all. Um, so yeah, there's a little bit of that, but I'm also trying to, I think that barrier is a little artificial at the same time. So it's like, how much of this do I actually need? How much space do you actually need there? Do you actually need that much space? And I know 
it's a dichotomy. It's like I want to be close to everybody, but then I also need to be far enough away. Yeah. You can't you can't be too close. You can't be too far. But I like to be a little on the closer side than on the far side, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I think that also is aligned with your personality, not like necessarily just your like role at the business. Um, I think you're a person who like sets and keeps your own boundaries like pretty comfortably. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, for example, you've talked about, yeah, you're definitely somebody who like will drive everybody to like the, the next place we're going. You got to get your own way home because, like, I'm gonna leave when I'm ready to. You know what I'm like? Yeah. That that's not that's not because you're the CEO at BuildWit. That's because that's how you want to do it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? So if you ever get a ride with me, good luck getting home. Yeah. Yeah. It's. it's I don't care how late you I'm stay happy, out. Yeah. I'm going to bed. I'm happy for uh, you to come out. I'm yeah. happy to go with you and take you there. But mm-hmm. you got to figure it out afterwards. Yeah. 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 Uh, right on. Well, well, thanks for for the question. I actually, Tom. make everybody sign a waiver when they yeah. get in my car. <laughs> so I have no legal liability here. I got to cover this. <laughs> <laughs> you, I cannot let you ruin this business. Uh, next question from Alex Ortiz. Good dude. Chell's a good dude, too. I don't mean to, you know. Alex Ortiz is a new good dude. Yeah, but, but Chell's also, you know, built with veteran. Yeah, he's been you, here for so long. You and Chell go way back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, question. What were your biggest dreams and aspirations as, as a child? We all have the doctor, pilot, lawyer ones. But curious to know what your first big dream was. Um, I wanted to be a marine biologist. That'd be so sick. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm still, I, I, the question I asked everybody, I, I just like this question. I think we ask new hires this, but what could you give a 30 minute presentation on? Right I love now? that question. It's a great question. It's so enlightening. And mine was saltwater aquariums for sure. Duh. Walk in the park. We could go A to Z on all that. Um, huge aquarium fan. Big fish guy. You're about to find that out for sure in this office for too long. For sure. If I can find a little bit of time to put some rocks and some water into a glass box and fill it with fishies. But yeah, I wanted to be a marine biologist. I did not grow up being like, I'm going to be a businessman because my friend's parents are businessmans. Or I did not grow up thinking, I'm going to get into construction. Mm-mm. The construction thing became a thing like end of high school, not even beginning of high school. Beginning well, I mean, of high school, I wanted to go into the Navy. story of you going to... The dealer on your sixth birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, but, but that's that's to, that's to illustrate that 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 uh, it was always kind of there. It just wasn't ever activated, so to speak, because that wasn't anything anybody in my life did. So I didn't think about that as a viable career. Mm-hmm. Is that part of your story? Has that been overinflated because it's a good piece of literature? It's proof that I've always just loved this world, but then also there's probably a downside to talking about so much. And that's because people think, well, you were just predestined to do this. So, I mean, that's not my situation. Like I didn't have my sixth birthday party at the so-and-so place. Yeah. And it wasn't that obvious for me. It's like, well, it well, wasn't you actually your that seventh obvious. seventh and eighth and ninth and 10th birthday there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I had, I have a picture of one of my birthdays. I had a Shamu bouncy castle oh, in the backyard. Sick. Is that construction theme? Uh, I don't think so. Marine biologist, baby. Freaking ocean theme. <laughs> so, yeah, always been a big fan of the ocean, marine biology, corals, fishes. I, I'm, it's, I'm drawn to aquariums like a magnet. Like, I went into an office the other day on Monday in St. George. They had an aquarium. Just like that. Like, I, I walk in, notice the aquarium. I have to talk to the person at the front desk. I'm like, oh, okay, let me focus. Let me, let me talk to her. Let me tell her why I'm here. 
she's going to go find the person and then I can go look at the aquarium. Like I'm a businessman. Yeah, I need to do the business. I can't freak out over this aquarium. But then I'm going to look at the aquarium and I'm going to judge the aquarium on, ah, uh, yeah, they should do a few things here. Just, make this it a little is bit a better. billion dollar company and this is what yeah, their aquarium looks big like. Big yikes. <laughs> big yikes. Uh, do you have a timeline for when there'll be an aquarium in the office? My desk is being modified next week. Yeah. To accommodate the aquarium. And so once that's done, you can begin? Yeah, that's that's been the big holdup um, and has given me some ability to procrastinate on it. Sure. But hopefully, I would say fall 2022 is a good timeline. <laughs> there might be fish in there. <laughs> yeah. Fall 2022. I'd say, I'd say fall t- coming, fall 2022. When we hire somebody to full-time feed those fish, that's, you know, we'll be in the big time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need someone to help me out with that. And that's, I'm probably going to go make an aquarium, think it's a great idea, be super stoked about it. And then the whole time, why (laughs) why did I make an aquarium? This was so stupid. It's going to be cool though, whenever it happens. Yes. Sick. Uh, Well, thanks y'all for sending in questions. Keep sending them in. I'm very thankful for all of those. Um, Y'all are the best. For Aaron, I'm Alex. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the internal podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks, everybody.